0: Breaking news. Unfortunately, it's bad. Um, I never like to be here when there's bad breaking news, but breaking news. Um, Tim Patrick went down earlier. I waited to go live to get confirmation rather than go live on speculation and then go live again. But he is out with a torn ACL. It's been confirmed. That means the Bronco wide receiver room is one person lighter. Uh, But that also means that guys like, you know, next man up guys like KJ Hamler, Uh, could step up. So let's hit the News Desk intro and get to it. From the FantasyFootballShow.com News Desk, here is your breaking news. We have KJ Hamler season potentially underway. This guy KJ Hamler, let me just tell you, there have been... Some defensive backs on Denver Broncos, and they're going to obviously speak highly of them, but some defensive backs on the Denver Broncos that have said that this kid could be the number one wide receiver on a handful of teams in the NFL. This wide receiver room is very underrated between Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and Corland Sutton. And to be honest with you, I'm not trying to... Prayer's up to, to Patrick. Ho- hopefully he recovers quickly. We wish him well. Uh, injuries are part of the game. Uh, Tim Patrick was probably that like safe player that that like consistent reliable guy but probably the least talented of the of the four of them anyway so kj hamler coming back from a torn acl last uh, last year right um is is kind of like a tough he had torn acl coming back will he be you know ready will he be full go it's tough to know how healthy he's going to be so i can't really speak to that yet we don't have a lot of information on that but if hamler's ready to rumble And he's, you know, more recovered uh, than he was months ago and months before that. Like, Hamler's going to come in and, I think, make waves. ACLs are tough. ACLs are tough on running backs. They can be tough on wide receivers. It depends how young you are. Running backs have a much tougher chance coming back and having a productive, you know, first year back. They have to play on it. Not just be a full year recovered, to play on it for a full year before they can come in and traditionally do really well. Hamler, on the other hand, you know it's possible you could do what Cooper Cup did, come back, have a very very good season and by necessity, he might have a better year than the average ACL you know returning player. but Ham- Hamler's got a lot of upside, a lot of appeal and and while I love Judy while I, I like Sutton a lot, um, this injury more so impacts Hamler. It doesn't necessarily impact Judy or Sutton. These guys were probably starting anyway. The battle for the number three wide receiver spot was between, you know, uh, Hamler and and Patrick. Now we can break down the depth chart and, and talk about it right here. I'll pull up the depth chart, and we can break down you know what other potential opportunities others might have. But it probably will be Hamler if he's healthy. Um, you do have a, a number of players like even Albert always thought to play some wide receiver, right? So he might get a little run. You've got uh, the Hinton kid. You've got Washington, Montrell, Washington. There's a handful of players that uh, potentially could get some opportunity. But I think K.J. Hamler, if he's healthy, will step right in and be that wide receiver three. And, and maybe look even better potentially. I'm not saying it's guaranteed by any means. But Hamler could come in and, and be the number two. You know, I'm not I'm not sure which one he bump out. I'm sure injury would kind of have to play into that too. With between Sutton and, and Judy. But I mean Hamler, Hamler coming off an ACL and hip injury appears to be everything that I'm seeing good to go. Team limited reps during OTAs for Hamler before placing him on the pup list, and they will likely keep him on a light load of work on his way back. Okay, this was back in August. This is August one. Uh, This is before the injury. Hamler is a downfield burner who can be unlocked by Russell Wilson's arm. With Patrick operating as the team's third wide receiver, Hamler may be stuck in a part-time role early on in the year. This was August 1. This was yesterday. Today's August 2. So, a lot of upside. not Not a ton of opportunity until right now. So, and if you guys... If you guys uh, remember yesterday, I think it was on yesterday's show, I said Hamler would be one of the waiver wire guys to project. Like, we're doing the waiver wire show early, right? And talking about how on the early waiver wire show, so maybe what will we talk about on the early waiver wire show? Well, guys like KJ Hamler, I said, <laughs> that we're going to predict to be one of the best pickup. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? Of the year potentially, you know, or one of the best wide receiver grabs. Do you monitor him or do you pick him up now? We talked about this yesterday. It was crazy. So your boy Smitty already on the waiver wire uh a hunt for you. So unbelievable. Uh thank you for everybody being in here today. We got Frank first in the building, from what I can tell. Blackbeard, call soul, everybody, Andrew, what's going on? Pearson's in the house. Uh Tanner. Tanner's in the building. Ron Navy's in the building. Ron, what's up? Good Ron. The hits keep coming. What's up, Shoddy? What's up, Jeb? What's up, Freak? What's up, Macho? What's up, Meet the Woo? Everybody in the building. Dolphins lost their first and third picks for tampering with Brady. Yeah, so that's the next topic. So, Dolphins... Situation is, is a mess. Losing a first rounder, losing losing another draft pick on top of that, tampering with Brady. They did come down the NFL with, uh, I was going to talk about some of the 7 p.m. show, but since we're here live, we'll talk about it now. But, but this whole Brady situation, I have good authority that Brady was already locked and loaded, done deal before Flores, before that whole thing unleashed earlier in the offseason. Brady was headed from Tampa to become a Miami Dolphin. It was locked. It was done. There was, other than executing it, there was no more locked and in, in place type of thing than this situation. Brady was going to Miami. This was before Miami Mike McDaniel came over. This was before Flores. He was locked and loaded, headed to the Miami Dolphins. Sean Payton was headed to coach with Tom Brady in Miami. This was done. I'm on, I have a, on good authority that it was done. All intents and purposes done. In the Flores situation, unraveled it, backed it out, didn't end up happening. So, th- this this team has been at the heart of a lot of controversy. The Flores stuff came out to where there was no real hardcore evidence. There's no like guilt, so to speak, found in terms of throwing games and that any communication about throwing games to Flores by the Miami Dolphins by owner. Was by owner Ross was not actually taken as a, a, a legitimate you know do this or else or do this and I'll pay you is more of like a, a not taken seriously comment I suppose is what you could the best way you could describe it so no no wrongdoing found there but in this report in this news it was revealed that the tampering of Tom Brady and Sean Payton resulted in a loss of a first round pick and and some so. Horrible news for Miami Dolphins fans. you got you got to think that uh, that Miami Mike is just pissed off because this guy's an aggressive coach, aggressive trader, aggressive uh, piece mover on the board of chess. And you basically gave Flores this chess board, right? Where he's got all these amazing pieces. Uh, as good a chance as anybody to rebuild this thing in one or two years. And he's looking like he could do it in year one. Not that he's going to probably... I mean, you can make a wild card playoff run. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Dolphins could could win the division. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying there's a there's a shot. Like let's see an injury happens to the Buffalo Bills. Knock on wood. The Dolphins could could easily be that good this year. They could also be a year away. They're also in a very tough division with the Patriots. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to win the division. I'm just saying it's a tough division. The Jets are up and coming. But the the Bills will win the division. If all things are 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 flush and Nobody's injured. The Bills are winning the division, but the Miami Dolphins could grab one of the wildcard spots. They could grab one of the wild card spots. It's not out of the realm of possibility. So I guess my point, my point being is, you give Flores this team, this chessboard where you have an ability to, to hang with anybody. Punch that thumb up button. We got 85 to 100 people in here. Punch that thumb up button. Help your boy Smitty. Um, and now all of a sudden you take away one of his biggest pieces. Hey, we're taking your your we're taking your knight off the board. Right away, we're taking off, or your rook. We're taking your rook off the board right now, Miami Mike. Here's your team. Here's your chess board. Oh, here, let me take the rook off the board. Now go play. Like, that's frustrating. And it's like this organization is, is, is you know, you have the Browns and you have the Dolphins right now. The Browns and the Dolphins. What, what are these two organizations doing? And it's like, you got to wonder how much of the NFL was trying to this is the this is the oldest trick in the book when it comes to PR. The oldest trick in the book when it comes to PR. The NFL taking that spotlight off of Watson. Let's put it right over here. Let's take away a first rounder. I'm not saying it's not warranted, but the NFL is up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices up down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. I bet you get 30, 30, bet you get 30, I bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com. To its old tricks. Imbalance, Ridley out for a year. Watson, let's give him six games. Uh, oh, you don't like that? Dolphins, here you go. Major, slap on the wrist. Let's slap him again. Let's slap him a third time. Dolphins, you're going to pay for what Watson did. You know, that's what the NFL does. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. The NFL is the most imbalanced discipliner I've ever seen. This is like a parent spanking one kid and telling the other kid they're wonderful when they both committed the same crime. It's crazy. It's crazy, uh, but we're here to talk about the Broncos' wide receiver room. I wanted to t- I wanted to brush up on that because I, you know, that just happened today too. The, the The wide receiver room. If I had to crank out a pecking order for this wide receiver room, I'm going to say Jerry Judy is the number one wide receiver. He is one of the better route runners in the entire National Football League. Jerry Judy is a route running monster. He's never been given a proper quarterback to facilitate the football around the field to make Jerry Judy see single coverage from time to time. It's always been Jerry Judy, the best route runner, no good quarterback. How is he going to showcase his route running? This is not a DK Metcalf or a Jamar Chase where you can just go down the field and use brute strength to go up and get a jump ball that might, might be thrown badly or say just toss it over there somewhere and I'll get it. That's a different wide receiver. Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, and then Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's much like, a, in a way, a McLaurin or a Devontae Adams. or a. You can't just... Adams is one of the better wide receivers in the league, but you put Adams in a really bad situation, he may not be as good as if you put DK or you put... Uh, Jamar Chase in a very bad situation because they're different wide receivers. It doesn't mean Adams is not way better than DK or Jamar Chase, but when you're given a bad quarterback situation like in Denver for so many years, you can't get the most out of Judy. So I think judging Jerry Judy, Judge Judy! Judging Jerry Judy is not a wise decision until you get to see him play with a raindrop Russell Wilson- touchdown corner the end zone dropping quarterback because his raindrops are going to look really really good being caught by this man Jerry Judy now I like Tim Patrick but Tim Patrick was not a favorite of mine I had him ranked physically skill-wise as the fourth wide receiver of the four Bronco wide receivers of Judy Sutton and then Hamler and then Tim Patrick I will admit that Tim Patrick had an edge on Hamler coming back from an ACL tear Uh, So, Tim Patrick was going to get a shot as the wide receiver three. No question about it in my mind. That's why Hamler, if you heard me yesterday on the show, talk about Hamler. I said Hamler might be one of the better waiver Wire guys pre-week one show that you're going to find on my show. We should have just did the waiver Wire show. Your boy Smitty would have been breaking news and, and taking names. I mean, we still did. We talked about it, but Hamler is just one injury away, here's injury, insert injury the day after I said it, one injury away from getting into the mix and being the number three wide receiver, which could be a very productive wide receiver for Russell Wilson. So, real excited about Hamler, real excited about Hamler. Who plays the slot, Smitty? It wouldn't surprise me if Hamler did or if they moved these guys all around the field. Russell Wilson's going to make one of them a star. Russell Wilson could facilitate and feed all of them in a nice way. But I really like Hamler if he gets an opportunity and can stay healthy or get healthy, then stay healthy. Uh, call me crazy, but Jerry has the same potential as Jamar Chase and Lamb, says Robert. I, you know, I'm not going to say that that's crazy. I'm not going Smitty, to uh, Smitty approve that and stamp it yet. But I will say Judy is one of the better route runners in the entire National Football League. We just got to see him get delivered the football by a precise quarterback, and we get that opportunity. Um, Yeah, so do I like Cortland Sutton? I do. I think people think I hate Cortland Sutton. I don't hate Cortland Sutton. I like Cortland Sutton. And if Judy went down, Sutton would become probably the number one wide receiver there. But it would not shock me at all. Would not shock me at all if Hamler became the number two. I'm just telling you that I think he's that good. Uh, Ron with a super chat. Thanks for the super chat. Giddy, giddy up. Uh, Ron says, "Don't mess with Smitty. You will get an ACL tear." Thank you, Ron. Apparently, uh, I didn't. I didn't wish that upon anybody. The Ron. I. I feel like Tim Patrick is a, a good dude that has a nice, reliable skill set, and I wish him well. But, uh, you know, it was time for Hamler. Obviously, Hamler is ready to rumble. And we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, Jamar Unreal says, Grace, absolutely. Skip Hamler this season with the ACL injury, says Prime. And that's always a possibility because your boy Smitty tells you ACL tears are hard to come back from. But, but this situation is pretty good. If he is quicker to recover and get on the field, he might do pretty well. But my money's on Judy. He's the number one. Sutton's the number two. Don't 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 twist up my words. But I'm saying keep an eye on Mister Three, number three, Mister Three, uh, KJ Hamler. He's not. He doesn't wear number three. What number does KJ Hamler wear? He wears number. What is it? Isn't it number? Is it one? Does he wear one? Number one? I think it's number one. Judy wears. Yeah, Judy wears ten. Hamler, I believe, wears one, which is pretty ironic because he wants to be the one. (laughs) Hamler wants to be the one. Put him in, coach. I feel like Judy 10 out of 10 better than Sutton and will have a way better year. I mean, a lot of people feel that way, bro, and and you're not wrong to like either one of them. Sutton's my number two slash, you know, Hamler could, could bump him out. I'm telling you, that's a good Hamler's. But 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 I do like yeah fifty one likes one hundred twenty three people watching. Uh, Blackbeard isn't happy. Please punch that thumb up button for your boy Smitty. Thank you, Blackbeard. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Tough to know. I think Albert O's value took a big hit with the rookies. Uh, uh, Dolchich, whatever, however the hell you say his name. Um, I do like him, but I I think Albert O. Is still pretty good and they might run Albert O. There's a lot of talk about Albert O being a, a wide receiver and tight end this year, and maybe they're gonna they're gonna ramp up that idea again. So don't be shocked if Albert O's value goes up a little bit with this move. Javante gonna be used maybe a tad more because of this news, because you got less wide receivers in a rotation. And guess who you're throwing the football to? If you're throwing the football to a running back, it's going. More than likely. I mean they'll divide up the the workload. So clearly Melvin Gordon will see some work. But 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 I think that that this is gonna open the door to Javante a little bit more because they need plays. When you lose a wide receiver, you lose a body, you're gonna you're gonna definitely have a player like Javante stepping up and becoming a playmaker and they're gonna be like, How do we get the ball down the field even more effectively? Okay, this guy this guy Javante, whenever he touches the ball, he breaks tackles like a machine. Like pattern recognition, people, when you're the number one tackle breaker in the NFL and you have only played half time, you're going to give the ball to this man over and over and over. That's the way, that's the nature of coaching. And if anybody thinks that the coaches are going to do the same thing back to back, different coaching staffs. Oh, we're going to ignore Javante's yards per carry, which was done to, to preserve him, by the way, because they had nothing to play for. But if someone thinks Hackett's going to come in and just do a Hackett job on this, I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a funny narrative. Now I'm worried about Henry. Now you're worried about Henry. Why are you worried about Henry? Um, I've been worried about Henry. Hollywood off the PUP. Yeah, that's correct. Hollywood Brown off the PUP. Don't worry about that. If you had to keep one and didn't cost you a draft pick, would you keep Javante or CD in PPR redraft? League is very aggressive with picking running backs. Then I go Javante. I go Javante anyway, Tanner. If I'm at 12 and 13... You're you're seeing me take Swift and Javante. You're not you're not seeing me take Swift and Cd Lamb. So even if it's not aggressive at running back, I'm taking Javante. But if it's aggressive at running back, I'm still taking Javante and a little more so. Broski, a little more so. 117 of you in here, 60 thumbs up, punch it. Jeb says, help out our boys help our voice media. Thank you, Jeb. Appreciate you. Albert O is on borrowed time, maybe. Dolcich might might be the, the guy, Broski. We'll see. Hamler was active from the PUP yesterday. Activated from the PUP yesterday. Smitty, what do you think about Ayuk and Warner Scuffle? Um Scuffles are fine. I'm not I'm not worried about it, bro. Ayuk looks really good. He's having a really, really, really good um You know, August, early August, you could say. And, and he's looked good all of late July. Like he's looked good the last few weeks. He's looked really good. And we had Cam Cam him on, on the on the quad box last night on Instagram. And Cam is a 49er um, a veteran beat writer. And Cam said we asked him, "Hey Cam, who's the number one standout of, of camp so far?" And he said it was Ayuk. You know he thinks pretty clearly Ayuk. So Ayuk's been fine. I'm not worried about Ayuk at all it's been looking good. Would you trade Saquon for Eckler in a PPR? Uh, and Eckler's on borrowed time, but you know what? I, I don't believe Saquon's got this longevity over Eckler because I worry about Saquon this year. I'd be a hypocrite, if, <laughs> which is fine because you can go back and forth and waver a little bit. You can change directions. People are so funny about that, uh, but I'm not changing directions on, on Barkley. I, I, I'm a little more excited each day that I see him not get injured and look solid and look tough on the field. But do I feel like Barkley's got four or five years? No, I just don't. I feel like Eckler and Barkley have the same amount of time in a, in a best-case scenario for Barkley. And so because of that, i probably lean Eckler because I get the production this year. The offense is, is lights out. Better quarterback, better offense, better field position, more touchdown opportunity. Give me the now, bro. Give me the now. Give me Eckler in PPR for two more years, at least one, with an opportunity to trade him on the high after this year if I'm worried about year two going forward. So give me Eckler and then trade him if you aren't happy with him or or worry about him. But I'm going Eckler. There's no way I'm taking Barkley because of some phantom unknown future value that you maybe get you know so I'm going to say give me Eckler Robert likes Barkley says he could be the number one you're not alone there are people that that feel that way with you bro I'm worried more now because I see the Smitty effect you just talked about Hamler oh I got you I got you yeah that was weird Hamler talking about him yesterday being one of the better waiver wire guys and then, boom, today. Good luck getting them. Need to unleash him. It's not about talent with Barkley, bro. It's just about, you know, is he made of glass? Everybody says freak injuries. I don't agree. But it's fine. Um, we're going to have different opinions. Robert, you and I agree on a lot of things. So it's okay if we have differing opinions on this. But I don't feel like they're freak injuries to me at all. I think it's a style of play mixed with the power and torque. Mixed with a bad offense, mixed with he's got to do everything to try and carry this team, and he goes 115% and pushes his body over the limit. And and he's just he gets hurt that way. He literally dislocated his elbow, almost broke his elbow the play before he then tore his ACL and then sprained his ankle on his way back because he literally stepped on his lineman's foot, which was his fault. And people like to paint a picture like Barkley, it was a freak injury, he stepped on a foot. No, he stepped on a foot because he was trying to to rush himself through the offensive line, bad blocking, and he was like on his defense, his offensive lineman's back um, when he when he sprained his ankle. So I, I just disagree with people's assessment of freak injury with Barkley. I think Barkley is a potential walking injury. Now, do I like him in the third round? Yeah, so uh, I'm not against him. I just don't like him in the second round. People are drafting Barkley way too high. Third round, sure. Third round's a whole different topic. What do you think of Michael Carter and Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Rashad Penny? I think it's an okay approach if you're getting all of them, you know, at pro- proper ADP. You're getting Brees Hall in five. or I'm sorry, Brees Hall in four. You're getting um, Kenneth Walker in seven, and then you're getting the backups later than the starters. Why not? Why not roll with this approach and then stack your quarterback, wide receivers, tight end, I'm fine with it. I don't think it's a bad approach at all. I think Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker both could be top ten running backs, one of them being top five to ten in twenty twenty-two as rookies. That's how I feel about this duo. Absolutely love him. Do I think Watson's coming back after six games? Do I think Watson coming back after six games will boost Chubb's value? Um if he comes back, like and I know a lot of people think that this isn't uh this is over, but I don't know that it's over I'm not saying it is gonna unfold differently but we've got a we've got tony the Tony the tiger attorney I've got an attorney coming on at the top of the seven pm show so don't you dare be late to the seven p.m Eastern show don't you dare be late or you will be taking a, la- Take a look. we got Tony the Tiger Tony, the attorney, coming on to talk about Watson and the situation. And we'll ask him, we'll point blank ask him, do you think this is over with your experience? Do you think the NFL will appeal to Roger Goodell? Do you think that Watson could have some trouble down the way? And we'll get Tony's perspective. And and keep in mind, Tony is a veteran attorney that is been on all sides of these kinds of cases on the prosecution and the defense so he's got a lot of good knowledge so tony the attorney tony the tiger attorney will be on at 7 p.m eastern so i will see you all that's in an hour and 10 minutes i'm going to end this live stream prepare for that live stream i will see you guys in about one hour and 10 minutes appreciate you all